Welcome, welcome back. Hi, guys. This is Sarah. And this is Heaven, and we are bringing you your Friday episode of Fine Wine. This episode was requested by a listener, and today's topic is going to be navigating your marriage or relationship through motherhood. Go ahead. Pop off, girlfriend. What you got? (sighs) Let me look at my handy-dandy notebook. (laughs) (laughs) If I ever sound like I'm reading something, it is because I am reading my notes off my phone. When I was growing up, my mom was married to my stepdad and my parents, my biological dad and my mom have never been together. Um, My dad has been in and out of jail his whole life. He is a horrible person. We're not even going to get into that. Maybe we'll save that for another day. He treated us like garbage and like we didn't exist, didn't matter. That has a lot to do with my relationships and mm-hmm. how I deal with things that'll in my a, day-to-day life. That'll be a good episode for another day. Um, We can call it daddy issues. Because mm-hmm, I've got them, <laughs> girlfriend. It really does like take a toll on things mm-hmm. and especially... um, Especially the way you look at your relationships and the people that you choose for your relationships. Yes. Like, yeah. When I got married, I was 19 years old, which is really young to get married. I'm 20 25 now and I still feel like looking at it I probably think that 25 is a young age to get married at Mm -hmm. um but yes 19 is like horrifically young I had no idea what I was doing and that's that marine relationship for you yes but it it did work out for the most part so far you know um (laughs) but there's been like so many struggles through the years And I had to, like, unlearn so many toxic behaviors Mm -hmm. and things that I've learned, like, in my past relationships. And like I said, growing up, how my mom, her relationship was and what I watched with them. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's just really hard because you see those things and then you're like, what is love? Like, what am I supposed to be looking for in Mm -hmm. a partner? Honestly, like when I was 19, I had this thought in my head. CJ and I knew each other for three months before we got married. Three months only. And it was, it was just like a rash decision kind of. Not, not that we didn't want to get married, but it was just like, he wanted me to come to Ohio. Yes. And I didn't want to be in Ohio. And I was like, I'm not going to do that for a boyfriend. And It was a smart decision on my part to make, like, as far as, like, not going somewhere for just a boyfriend, you Mm -hmm. know? The decision I I just, like, made to get married, like, randomly to, like, a guy that I barely knew. And in that moment, I thought, this is completely opposite of what I normally go for. Normally, like, my ex was, like, an abusive douchebag. Mm -hmm. So I was like, if I want a change in my life, I have to go for something different. And I just, like jumped the gun and and I did and it worked out so far far. (laughs) but like I said there's been struggles and we're about to get into those as a parent like you only want your kids to see the good the good Mm -hmm. yeah you don't ever want to see like the fighting or the you know what happens behind closed doors yes and I think that you tell yourself don't fight in front of the kids and like you try but it's like hard to hide Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. especially with me like I when I'm mad like I it's all everyone knows. Mm-hmm. See, I am, I shut down. So, like, if I'm mad, you will not hear from me, which honestly, I feel like for the case of not fighting in front of the kids, it works out because I will usually unleash when the kids are not around and then we can go head to head and I'm ready to like battle. But I do try to avoid the best that I can 
fighting in front of the kids just because like you don't want them to have to heal from anything right yeah just in case like either of us say something that we don't mean in the midst of a fight i don't want them to have that to think about or like let that settle on them i have been doing some research and i looked up the top five issues in a marriage and this is what i came up with money is that on there yeah money the lack of financial stability yeah lack of attraction to your spouse which is crazy to me because i don't have that problem (laughs) that's a good (laughs) my sexual chemistry is like i feel like i've heard people say after you have the baby, you feel unattractive that your spouse looks at you differently. And to me, I would think that like a strong relationship um, would have your spouse like thinking like, oh, she just pushed out a baby. Like, that's amazing. That's incredible. But I'm sure it's not that's not like that for everybody's relationship. Obviously, we don't ever want to see like a mom go through that or have that problem. But I I understand your body changes a lot. Like my personally, like my body has changed a lot. I think that we get in our own heads, like when we're feeling insecure. Yeah. And then we make ourselves believe like, oh, I don't like this about myself. So he must not like that about myself. Like, and then like, you're just in your head about it. And yeah. And then you'll be like, do you think I look fat? And he's like, no, you, you are not small. You had a baby. You had a baby. Your body's changed. And it's like, okay, so you think I look fat. Yeah. (laughs) And also... As soon as you have a baby, like, you're having all these, like, postpartum thoughts and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it's, like, crazy in your head. Not crazy. That wasn't the right word. No. We get it. (laughs) Lack of emotional connection and intimacy. I also do not have that problem. Yeah. Emotional connection, maybe sometimes. Yeah, I would say the emotional, the intimacy, I don't have any problems with. But I, I feel like... It's important to say that, like, sex, that's a really important aspect of your relationship. Mm -hmm. But if there's no emotional connection, then the sex is just sex, you know? Lack of passion and desire for one another. Mm -hmm. I actually have a friend that just messaged me the other day, and she said that her fiancé told her she's not desirable. She's not a prize. I don't. So I feel like words like that, like I know we talked about That's last hateful. episode. Yeah, I feel like last episode we talked about people being able to change and to come back from things. You can't. I don't think you can come back from that. I don't. I think that anything's forgivable if you want to forgive you it. Forgive it, but, but I, I don't think I'm I not could. Standing for that. If my husband were to sit me down and be like, "Listen, I don't desire you anymore," like. Then it's over. Like, that's it. What the fuck am I going to stay here for? I'm not going to try to make you desire me. What? Yeah, I don't... I just don't really understand, like, what the point of saying that to To someone is. is. Especially, like, like, that's the mother of your kid. Get a divorce and be unattracted to that person. Don't disrespect each other. Yeah, like, what was the point? What was the end goal of saying that? Where where, where did you... Where did you think that that was going to go? Like... The other thing is lack of effective and respectful communication okay and i think that i struggle there yes i think that that is a big thing because you can communicate with your partner but just because you're communicating doesn't mean that it's communicating respectful Mm -hmm. i i have a hard time with communication period growing up my mom allowed me to have a journal so like when i was feeling things i could write it in the journal she would read she would respond so like i if you want to text me i can communicate 
my feelings perfectly via text or via like written. But when it comes to face to face communication, I can't do it. I don't I, I cannot do it. I don't know what it is. And like, I feel like sometimes I want him to adapt to that. But I also understand that he likes that face to face connection and your communication and he feels like he needs that. And I'm still just trying to figure it out because I have a hard time with that. I think that marriage and relationships are like meant to challenge you and change you. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to like remind people, especially when you are on social media, everyone will sit there and say like social media is perfect was just thinking about this earlier. You see people's like, like snips of their life, like Mm -hmm. little, little tiny moments. And you're like seeing them kiss their husband or their husband brought them home flowers, but they don't tell you why he brought home flowers. Right, Like he could have he could have punched her earlier that day and was like, here are some flowers. He could have been with another woman. Like you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. My husband tells me all the time that he feels like I want him to be like, like social media husbands. And like, that's not the case. I just feel like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there are just things like I want the effort. Like I want the passion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. Okay. So we had to take a little break because heaven had to throw our pumps on. That's mom life. Gotta get that milk. Bitch, she's a cow. (laughs) (laughs) Does a cat style. Um, So, you know, people who haven't heard that song, they're probably like, what? Did she just call you a cow on the internet? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Go look the song up and then stop judging. Okay. You are going to have relationship problems Mm -hmm. and you are going to have situations that is going to make you question your relationship and be like, do I even want to be here? Yeah. Because life isn't, like, all rainbows and butterflies. No, it is not. And I think especially on social media, like, like you said, people don't share the bad things. So it has a funny way of making us feel like everything's perfect and it's not. And I think that's what I wanted to get across with this podcast. Was that we are not perfect and we don't have perfect lives. Like, our relationships are not perfect. Like, nothing is perfect here. This is raw and unfiltered and unedited um we asked instagram to give us some questions on relationships so we're gonna go over a couple of these what are some good ways to get passion back in your marriage get some fun stuff get some kinky stuff like get a sex swing we got rid of it but we had one you know what my husband maybe i shouldn't say this (laughs) (laughs) did you say you have a sex swing we did yeah (laughs) i would have bought it I would have bought it off you. Oh, used? I mean, was it dirty? <laughs> it was dirty. Looking at your mom. It was dirty. Um, I ain't no shame in my game. Let's go into the next question. <laughs> um, did we even answer that one? Yeah, go to the sex store. Go to the sex store. That's it. That's all that's I got all. for you. Go on a date at like uninterrupted time. Without I will say, my mom got us a trip to um, a cabin in Hocking Hills, and that was, like, it was so quiet and peaceful and just perfect. Yeah. So, like, if you can, if you're able to. I feel like the stress of kids and, like, it just, like, you know, you just need to break every now and then. absolutely. How do you prioritize time with your spouse when you have a shit ton of kids? That's a you question. (laughs) (laughs) The only time we get is after midnight. So, I don't know. Honestly, um, it's hard because... I think that's real, though. Like, I think that that's, like, a real answer. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't always 
have time to prioritize no. each other. And and it's it's definitely hard because nobody wants to take five kids at once. Like nobody is willing to watch five kids at once for us. It's kind of just the little things. Like I tell him all the time we do like late night Taco Bell runs. And like that is my favorite time. Like cause we just Bell sit there the and we eat Taco Bell together and like we just fat together and it's the just real so great. the real question here is do you like did you like the loaded potato grillers i've never had them before sorry man i, I get the doritos locos tacos okay those, those are, are good delicious. those are my and new and i've been getting those since what high school those were my favorite the loaded potato grillers and they got rid of them they discontinued them and i was so sad and that made me stop eating at taco bell okay the next question i have a lot of friends of the opposite gender and it makes my spouse jealous how should i handle this I don't have a lot of opposite gender I don't friends. either. I really don't. So, but I will say, like, I worked in retail and I did, you know what, that's a lie. I did make a lot of friends that were opposite gender. Like, I have a lot of good friends, but I also feel like I try to incorporate those friends with my husband. So, like, I had these friends, they play video games, they... And so I'm like, hey, I met these people, maybe, you know, you guys have a lot of things in common... And now they're his friends. So, like, when I make those friends, I try to incorporate him so that he doesn't feel, like, insecure about the friendships or jealous about the friendships. I try to incorporate him into the friendships. I also feel like it's easier said than done sometimes because it's hard to make friends as an adult mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're, like, a stay-at-home mom or, you know, you don't have a job where you're, like, around people yeah. a lot. Yep. I have a lot of friends now that have husbands, like – you, for example, like, when we hung out with each other for the first time and we, like, included our husbands in mm-hmm. that and they, like, hit it off, I feel they like. Mm-hmm. So if you have friends of... The opposite gender. Then you should probably just, just have friends that have husbands or spouses yeah. that you can, yeah. you know, or have them bring their spouse or whatever. My husband always wants to have sex, but I don't feel attractive. Throw on some lingerie, and you will feel like a bad bitch. That's what I do. We have good sexual chemistry, so, like, I can wear freaking granny panties to bed and know that I can get laid. But (laughs) if I'm feeling – if I'm in a moment of, like, feeling insecure, I will grab some lingerie, and that'll make me feel top tier. What do you – what do you think you're – If your husband isn't making you feel attractive. That too. That too. Um – reevaluate reevaluate i mean i would have an honest conversation and be like you're really making me feel like shit Mm -hmm. um and then after that like when you sit down and like have a healthy conversation about how you're feeling if it if he does not put an effort to like make you feel good about yourself then i would say think about your options because (laughs) i mean and i just feel like don't Take the bare minimum, you know? Like, if your husband, the person that is supposed to be the love of your life, is making you feel like you are not attractive or you are, again, undesirable, then... Reevaluate. Reevaluate, reevaluate, reevaluate. Or go to therapy. Or go to therapy. Therapy can help anyone. That's all we have today. I think this has been a lot to... It has been a lot. A lot to unfold, unpack, whatever you want to say. But, um... Thank you guys for joining us. I hope we didn't traumatize you. (laughs) And we're going to give you 60 seconds of silence as usual. 
So we will see you next week. We have a guest. We do have a guest. It is Heaven's mom. My mommy. And we are doing an episode on boundaries. And I feel like I'm very excited about this because anyone, and I mean anyone, can benefit from, from learning about boundaries. boundaries. Talk, yeah, 100%. Yes. So here's your sixty. Here's your sixty seconds of silence, and, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.